You said back then that Facebook would always be free. Is that still your objective? Senator, yes. There will always be a version of Facebook that is free. Well, if so, how do you sustain a business model in which users don't pay for your service? Senator, we run ads. I see. You are listening to the Serial Entrepreneurs and Business Leaders podcast, where we study billionaires and simplify their nuggets of wisdom. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to the Serial Entrepreneurs and Business Leaders podcast, where we break down what it is that has made these billionaires so successful. Today's billionaire has a net worth of 98.4 billion. (gasps) Currently 36 years old. In 2007, at the age of 23, he became the world's youngest self-made billionaire. He's listed on Forbes as the fourth richest man in the world, and he owns a business called Facebook. Today's billionaire is Mark Zuckerberg. Principle one, make mistakes and be determined. Yeah, Um, I actually think determination is probably the biggest piece. You know, it's, um, so many things go wrong when you're starting a company, and often I think people ask, you know, what mistakes uh, should you avoid making? And, you know, my answer to that question is don't even bother trying to avoid mistakes because you're gonna make tons of mistakes, right? And the, the, um, the important thing is actually learning quickly from whatever mistakes you make and not giving up. Right, and I mean, there, there are things every single year of Facebook's existence that could have killed us or made it so that it, it just seemed like moving forward and making a lot of progress just seemed intractable, but you just kind of bounce back and you learn, and um, nothing is impossible. You just have to kind of keep running through the walls. Principle two, use data and intuition to find the right problems and then solve them. When things are working well, you, you use data and you use the qualitative feedback that you're getting from from listening to how your community is using your product to tell you what problems to go solve. And then you basically use intuition to figure out what the solutions to those problems might be. And then you test those hypotheses by, by rolling them out and getting more data and feedback on that. And then that gives you a sense of where to go. Um, you know, when I look at things like, you know, we bought, um, you know, the Oculus team for a lot of money, right? I actually view that as, um, you know, if we'd done a better job of building up some of the expertise to do some of that stuff internally, then, you know, maybe we wouldn't have had to do that. But, you know, instead we, we hadn't done that. And, you know, the Oculus team is by far the most talented team working on that problem. Um, so it just made sense to go make this big move. But I actually kind of think as, as CEO, it's your job to not get into a position where you need to be doing these crazy things, right? right? And, yes. You know, of course it's, it's inevitable, you know, over the period of doing stuff, you'll, um, you know, you can't be ahead of everything. So it's better to um, to make big moves and be willing to, to do that than, you know, have pride and, and not do that and never admit that you, that you um, could have done something better in the past. But, but I think when stuff is working well, you're, you're learning incrementally and, and growing that way. Principle three, be nice to people. I was running late for class, so I threw on a t-shirt and I didn't realize until afterwards that I put it on inside out and backwards and my tag was sticking out the front. I couldn't figure out why no one in class would talk to me. (laughs) Except for this one guy, KX Jin. He just went with it. We started doing our problem sets together, and now he runs a big part of Facebook. (laughs) And that, class of 2017, 
is why you should be nice to people. Principle four, look for a purpose, not a company. I always think that you should start with the problem that you're trying to solve in the world and not start with um, deciding that you want to build a company, right? I mean, the best yeah. companies that, that get built are, are things that are trying to drive some kind of social change, even if it's just local in one place, uh, you know, more than starting out because you want to make a bunch of money or, or have a lot of people working for you or, or build some company in some way. So, you know, I always think that this is kind of a perverse thing about Silicon Valley in a way, really which true. is that, you know, people decide often that they want to start a company before they even decide what they want to do. And that just feels really backwards to me. And, you know, for anyone who's had the experience of actually building a company, you know that you go through some really hard things along the way. And I think part of what gets you through that is believing in what you're doing and knowing that what you're doing is, is really delivering a lot of value for people. Um, and, and that's, I think, how the best companies end up getting made. Principle five fail. Our parents had stable jobs throughout their careers, but in our generation, we're all a little entrepreneurial, whether we're starting our own projects or finding our role in another one. And you know, that's great because our culture of entrepreneurship is how we create so much progress. An entrepreneurial culture thrives when it is easy to try lots of new ideas. Facebook wasn't the first thing I built. I also built chat systems and games study tools and music players, and I'm not alone. J.K. Rowling got rejected 12 times before she finally wrote and published Harry Potter. Even Beyonce had to make hundreds of songs to get Halo. The greatest successes come from having the freedom to fail. Principle six, hire talented people over experience. I can't institutionally believe that experience is that important, right? right? Or else I would have a hard time reconciling, yeah. um, you know, myself, right? And, and, and the company. So, you know, we invest in, in people who we think are just really talented, even if they haven't done that thing before. And, you know, that applies to people who are fresh out of university, as well as, you know, people like, um, you know, the CFO who took the company public had not taken a company public before, right? And his, a lot of his background was in, um, you know, production, uh, development to Genentech before. So, you know, just focus on really talented people. And so if you don't have the experience to look for, how do you assess someone's raw talent? Um, well, often you can tell from different things that they've done, right? So it's it's not that, you know, obviously everyone's done something, right? right? I mean, if you're, even if you're 19, right, you've, um, you've done side projects and, and interesting stuff. Um, and you know, I think what's, what's important is not to believe that someone has to have specifically done the job that they're going to do in order to be able to, to do it well. One of the things that I think we've done well is, is just given the people at the company a lot of opportunity, right? So, you know, it's not just me who started when I was 19 and, and now, you know, I'm running this big company. There were a number of people who joined who were, you know, people I did problem sets with at Harvard or they dropped out of Stanford or, you know, different programs who have grown with the company over this long period of time. And you know, one of the things that I'm the most proud of is we have about 12 different product groups at the company. And all of the people who are running them, um, with the exception of, of uh, one, uh, did not join the company running a product group or reporting to me. That's amazing. Um, and the one exception was is David Marcus, who was the CEO of a 
you know, fifty billion dollar public company. So, um, you know, so I'm pretty happy that 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 he's on board and, and having him run a product group I think is a pretty big coup too. But literally none of them started off reporting to me. Um, you know, they all start off in different in different roles. Some were engineers, some were data analysts, um, some were product managers, and they've all grown. But I think what happens is, you know, people see that you create opportunities for people, and and that also I think keeps the best people engaged and makes the best people want to come work at your company because they feel like, oh, I'm going to get those kind of opportunities too. Principle seven, focus on the product. I, you know, I take this responsibility that, that I have really seriously, and I, I really think that Facebook needs to be focused on building the best experiences for, for people around the world, right? And we have this philosophy that building the products and services and building the business go hand in hand. Principle eight, focus on the user experience. Zuckerberg is friendly with Apple's CEO, Tim Cook, and was inspired by Apple's late founder, Steve Jobs. What was the thing that you observed about Steve Jobs that makes a difference in your life as a corporate executive every day? I mean, he was just so focused, right? I mean, for him, the, the user experience was, was the main thing that mattered, the only thing that mattered. And, um, and I think that there's a lot that every company can learn from that. Principle nine, limit any unnecessary decisions. You know, I really want to clear my life to make it so that I have to make as few decisions as possible about anything except how to best serve this community. And um, there's actually a bunch of psychology theory that even making small decisions around what you wear or what you eat for breakfast or things like that, um, they, they kind of make you tired and consume your energy. And I just, I'm, my, my view is, you know, I'm in this really lucky position where I get to wake up every day and help serve more than a billion people, right? And, and I feel like I'm not doing my job if I spend any of my energy on things that are silly or frivolous about my life. So that way I can dedicate all of my energy towards just building the best products and services and, and helping us um, reach our goal and, and achieve this mission of helping to connect everyone in the world and giving them um, the ability to stay connected with the people that they love and care about. Um, so that's what, what I care about. So even though it kind of sounds silly to, all right, that, that, that's my reason for wearing a gray t-shirt every day, um, it also is true. Principle 10, don't sell out on your dreams. We'll always get criticized for moving too fast because there's always someone who wants to slow you down. Some big companies wanted to buy us. I didn't want to sell. I wanted to see if we could connect more people. Nearly everyone else wanted to sell. Without a sense of higher purpose, this was their startup dream come true, and it tore our company apart. After one particularly tense argument, one of my close advisors told me if I didn't agree to sell the company right now, I would regret that decision for the rest of my life. Relationships were so frayed that within a year or so, Every single person on our management team was gone. That was my hardest time leading Facebook. I believed in what we were doing, but I felt alone. And worse, it was my fault. I wondered if I was just wrong. An imposter, a, a 22-year-old kid who had no idea how things actually worked. Now, years later, I understand that that is how things work when there's no sense of higher purpose. So it's up to all of us to create it so we can all keep moving forward together. JK Rowling got rejected 12 times before she finally wrote and published Harry Potter. Even Beyonce 
had to make hundreds of songs to get Halo. The greatest successes come from having the freedom to fail. Facebook wasn't the first thing I built. I also built chat systems and games, study tools and music players, and I'm not alone. The challenge for our generation is to create a world where everyone has a sense of purpose. Principle 11, have a clear mission. You know, for anyone who's had the experience of actually building a company, you know that you go through some really hard things along the way. And I think part of what gets you through that is believing in what you're doing and knowing that what you're doing is, is really delivering a lot of value for people. Um, and, and that's, I think, how the best companies end up getting made. Principle 12, focus on learning. I think the key is building a company which is focused on learning as quickly as possible, right? Companies are, are learning organisms. And you can make decisions that either make it so that you learn faster or you learn slower. And, you know, in a lot of ways, building a company is like following the scientific method, right? You, you try a bunch of different hypotheses, and if you set up the experiments well, then you kind of learn what to do. And I think that's, that's an important philosophy. So there are all these different decisions that we make inside the company, you know, everything down to um, really empowering individual engineers. We, we invest in this huge um, testing framework, right? At any given point in time, there aren't, there's not just one version of Facebook running in the world, right? There's probably tens of thousands of versions running because engineers here have the power to, um, to try out an idea and, and, and ship it to you know, maybe 10,000 people or 100,000 people. And then they get a readout on how um, that version of what they did, whether it was um, a, a change to you know, show better content in newsfeed or, or UI change or some new feature, they, they get a readout on how uh, that version performed compared to the baseline version of, of Facebook that we have on, on everything that we care about, how, how connected people are, um, you know, how much people are sharing and how much they say that they're finding meaningful content. Uh, business metrics like how, how much revenue we make and, and engagement of the overall community. And you know by running you know, tens of thousands of, of different experiments and, and putting the power in people's hands to try all these different things, you can imagine we just make so much more progress than we could if every change had to be approved by me, right? or, or any, every idea had to come from, from management. So I do think that there's something very deep about building this you know, learning culture and moving quickly towards that that just helps you get ahead over time. Principle 12, grow the company with data. Making it so we could grow faster was, I, I think, the most important product feature that we uh, ended up building for Facebook. And, you know, the traditional approach to growing and marketing is, you know, you have a communications group or you have a marketing team and you buy ads. And, yeah. you know, I think that there's some, sometimes there's a place for, for that, um, especially when you're trying to communicate something and, and get a message out. But if you're actually trying to, um, to grow a product, I think the often the best levers for doing that are within the product themselves and getting people in your community who enjoy what you're doing uh, to evangelize that to their friends and getting that to happen efficiently as efficiently as possible. So you know, there's no magic in the growth group that we, um, that we built that other people can't replicate. You know, it's, it's just being very rigorous with data, investing in data infrastructure so that way you can process all these different experiments and, and learn what people are trying to tell you and, um, and, and then go invest engineering and actually I'm trying to grow the community because I think that that's the most important feature for a lot of networks. Principle 13, get feedback. We've had this tradition for, I don't know, probably seven or eight years at the company 
uh, where every week uh, we have a Q&A where, um, where our employees can come and ask me any question that they want about what's going on and um, what, the, what the direction of the company is or questions or things that they read about in the press or that their friends who use the product, um, what, what they're asking them. And, um, and it's been this really important tradition for us um, both because we really believe in, in openness and communication, and that's kind of what Facebook is all about. Uh, but it's also really important for, for me and for um, running the company to be able to get feedback, right? And, and to be able to learn what's on people's minds, um, what, our, what our employees and folks um, who, who, are, who are part of our team are thinking about. And, um, and just kind of a lot of the time there are good questions that people ask that change the way that we, that we think about what we're building and what we're here to do in the world. And um, that often make us go think and reevaluate um, how we should be approaching different problems. Principle 14, build a great team. I always kind of like, I get a little upset whenever any media attention focuses on me personally and me leading Facebook, much less a movie. <laughs> but, um, it's, been, it's been kind of a bad year, hasn't it? <laughs> um, it turned out okay. Time, Academy. Um, it, turned out, it, turned out, it turned out good. The time thing was awesome. Um, the... Um, <laughs> That was, that was really flattering, but like, but I think that it's one of these things that the media systematically gets wrong is that this idea that it's a person, right? It's never a person, right? It's, it's always a team. And the most important thing if you are an entrepreneur trying to build something is you need to build a really good team. And that's what I spend a lot of my time on, right? I mean, I spend um, probably at least three hours a day with our core team, right, mm -hmm. uh, and doing things. I spend probably... 25% um, of my time recruiting, finding good people, both outside the company and inside the company to put in more, in, in more um, impactful roles. Thank you so, so much for listening. Please subscribe if you get the chance and give us a five-star rating on Apple if you could be so kind. Uh, we hope you really enjoyed this and got some useful lessons out of it. See you soon.